0: Welcome to another edition of Sideline Sports, joined by John and Jake. How's everybody doing tonight?
1: Doing well. How you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty well. Well, I'm doing
2: pretty well. I'm excited. I have a lot to talk about tonight.
1: Before we start... Neither of you know this was gonna happen. I'm hijacking your little intro, JV. Last week, last week I told you I had a Wawa Hoagie Fest shirt, because I said Wawa is like the best, you know, of those places to get some food, and I loved it. And I promised you I would get my shirt. And so I went through my clothes this week and we found my Wawa Hoagie Fest shirt 2015. As I told you I had, just wanted to bring that up. For anyone that remembers last nice. week, I said I had a shirt, yeah. and I would go find it. Happened to have found it.
0: But it's tie-dye. Of that's course. Sweet. It's great. I'm scared. <laughs> John, where's your, where's your tie-dye shirt, John?
2: I've never had a tie-dye shirt in my life, to be honest. Huh?
0: Never had one. You see, John was the one I expected with a tie-dye shirt. <laughs> so that's where this whole twist comes into play.
2: He's, he's scared, of and it's not for um, me.
1: I'm full of surprises.
0: So let's start with some NBA. So we got the play-in games. You know, so the first game's going on right now, and it's not really much of a game. We got the Charlotte Hornets down by 32 points with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter against the Pacers. So, so far, this just doesn't seem like it's any fun. Uh, did Washington... I mean, did Charlotte just not show up, or is Indiana that much better? I mean,
1: I think it's a combination of both, honestly. At that point, but I I don't know. It, it, I think part of the problem is is that uh, you you got Charlotte led by Lamelo, and he's a rookie. I mean, he has no experience. I think that's kind of a problem they're running into. Is you know, lack of experience is going to hurt them. And not that the Pacers got much, but I I guess they have a little bit more, you know, in, in that department
2: the Pacers are all banged up I mean the hornets were actually playing pretty decent ball a couple weeks ago and then they just fell all the way to the 10th spot and I don't know what happened with the hornets I mean they were they were playing pretty decent and then they just fell off a cliff and i I was surprised they were getting blown out in this game it makes no sense I, they're they're the better team in my opinion than Indiana I, I don't think Indiana yeah. is good at all I think I think the hornets have a little bit they have some talent. And I'm surprised they're actually getting blown out. I thought it would be a close game. So,
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't expect this either. I have to agree.
2: But, but right, the way it works is whoever wins this will play the loser of loser yes. of Celtics Wizards, yes. and then the winner of that will so advance. It
1: doesn't really matter yet because this team's got to win two games no matter what.
2: And I so. don't think. I don't think either of these teams are going to beat the Celtics or the Wizards. I just don't see it. I don't
1: know about that.
2: that, Good good luck stopping Russ. He's been on fire. Well,
1: I would say Washington poses a bigger threat.
2: Nobody's stopping Russ yeah.
1: Washington poses the bigger threat, if you ask me. And I I think think
2: Washington's
0: a good
1: spot. Yeah, Yeah. and I I think they'll end up playing Brooklyn just to – we'll just move to the next game in the East because you're talking about it. That's the game I'm excited about, but – I'm I'm sure they'll beat Boston, not because Boston's that bad, but Boston's A been banged up and B they're playing terrible basketball. They have not looked good in would, a long time now. Yeah, it's it's no. been a while. It's been. And they hurt, also so. lost
2: Jalen Brown for the season, which right that was a Jaylen big Brown. loss. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Absolutely. a big loss
0: for them. Yeah, that's one of their yeah. key guys. Who who? <clears throat>
2: Who would give the Nets more trouble? The Celtics or the Wizards, wizards. at this point. I mean the
0: we wizards. know the Nets would wizards. win the series, but the who wizards. would give them more trouble? But the Wizards would be a better storyline too, because then you'd have Russ yeah. against uh, K D and I mean Anne Harden,
1: his two ex yeah, teammates, right.
0: It'd it definitely be a, a much better uh, storyline with that. <clears throat> I agree. Uh, I definitely would love to see that. It'd be a fun thing to watch.
1: Well, I also think the fact that Russ is just playing so well right now, it's better than anybody on any of the teams remaining in the playing tournament, on on the East side at least. I mean, he's easily one of the best players in basketball right now, just like the way he's playing at this moment, not just his career, but just the way he's playing right now. He looks great.
2: He does this this every year.
0: I know. He does this way almost every year. I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say East is going to be a New York final. The Nets against the Knicks, and nobody's beating the Knicks. Who is beating the
2: Knicks? See the, the problem with the Knicks. The problem with the Knicks, the Knicks is kind of like the Baltimore Ravens. They like to play the slower pace. When you get them behind, that's the thing. Is when they have to play fast pace. When you have to play Atlantic, a team that can okay. shoot the three, that's a- when. No. I don't think Atlanta beats them, but I don't <clears> think <throat> either of these teams get out of the second round. Whoever wins, yeah, so,
0: I Atlanta's, not, Atlanta's not beating them, so we think Philly's beat them. I don't think Philly's that good. Oh yeah, Philly. Philly's, Philly's overrated.
2: They may be overrated, but they're that much better than the Knicks. And I don't know. and the Knicks, the Knicks aren't there, or the Hawks. Whoever wins the series is not ready yet to go
0: deep into oh, the playoffs. I don't think- I don't you know think what I'm saying? They're, they're ready. I just I think the Sixers are overrated. I don't think they're that good.
2: Uh, I think <laughs> and, so too, but, but I, I, think too. Heat, I think the Heat, Bucks, or Nets will get them in the conference finals
0: because the Sixers wind oh, up the, like these said. The, in the conference finals, I think the Nets destroy them.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, the Nets, I agree. I think I agree. the Nets
0: are going to be a cakewalk to the conference finals, and I think the Knicks are going to surprise people like they have all year. Just remember, I said it here before the play in games. I just that's think good.
2: in sports, there's a process whenever it comes to a young team, they have to learn how to win. And I don't think the Knicks or the Nets or Knicks or Hawks are there yet. They're young teams, a lot of talent, but they're, you know, you got to take your lumps and they haven't taken them yet. And they will in the second round, whoever gets there. That's, that's how I feel. It's typically how sports work. Yeah.
1: I'd say the Knicks will make the second round. That's, I don't think that's even a question. I mean, it's no disrespect to the Hawks, but the Knicks defense is what's going to be uh, really the big thing is that defense has been stellar. And defense wins championships. Now, I'm not saying the Knicks are winning a championship, but no. You, no. You, you get the sentiment that the defense is going to propel them to have the, the chance to win.
2: But I've seen this that's before. What's important. I've seen this before because Tom Thibodeau is laying out the same exact blueprint that he had when he was in, when he was in Chicago. And it was a great blueprint. I mean, it worked. It got him pretty far with Derrick sure. Rose, but ultimately <clears throat> they're not gonna be able to score fast enough, not be able to score enough to be able to keep up with teams that can just nobody, playoff
1: basketball is more, more about defense though. No,
2: I understand that, but but in today's NBA, you gotta <clears throat> be able to keep up with those threes. And I don't think the Knicks can keep up in the playoffs with that. I think that their
0: pace with is the slow. Oh,
1: well, hold the, stop, well, no, 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 no!
0: Timeout, timeout! Stop for one second. The, the Knicks' three-point shooting Atlanta.
1: is one of the best in the league. But I'm the sorry. Knicks are it, a
2: slow-paced team. They like to grind okay. it out. They like but to grind John, out, and I don't think seating. that that will work.
0: Look at look at the seeding. They're the four <laughs> seed. They got Atlanta in the first round. Yep. They're beating Atlanta. Agreed. Okay. Then after that, the second round most likely will be Philadelphia because they're the one seed. I'm going to assume Philadelphia is the one team that's going to beat the eight team. So, yeah. the Knicks against Philly, I mean, Philly doesn't scare me. I but don't they think they're a good team.
2: But they're a better team <clears throat> than the Knicks.
0: Theoretically, not by much. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're soft. They're soft.
2: They may they be, but soft. I think MB is better play, than anything
0: that the comes Knicks to have. When playoff basketball, soft does not win. Remember the Knicks of the 90s? They were soft. How many champions? <laughs> I remember.
2: Have? I remember.
0: That's what happens when you're soft. So that's my opinion. Now, tomorrow night's the game I oh, want to see. Tomorrow night. Everybody wants to see it. It's the only playing playing game, game anybody cares about.
2: Let me
1: say <laughs> one last thing about the Knicks, though. I think the reason they lose to the Sixers oh, more than soft. anything lack of experience. That is the only reason. There is some experience on that Sixers roster. I don't trust with the Knicks. I mean, who has a lot of experience in the playoffs on the Knicks? Nobody. At least the, 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 the Sixers have been to the playoffs and experienced it at least.
0: Look, I don't
2: know. John, by the way, John Mizick, <clears throat> I want I want the Bruins to beat the Caps too because I absolutely hate the Caps and I – Hate Tom I hate Wilson, both teams. That, hey, did you see what he did? Not to go off topic. Did you see I what know. he did to the Bruins player? Though, I mean, come on, this guy again. He just keeps. Is doing it possible this.
0: the roof of both teams drive
2: me insane? JB, I wish. I'm with you. I right wish. Yeah.
0: You know.
1: we'll we'll get into that later because I'm going to say this now. I have predictions on the whole bracket. I have my winners and everything, and I want people to understand, I'm say this now, and we'll get back to the NBA in a second. I made this last week before the playoffs actually started. So whatever has happened since has no bearing on my decisions. Because we've yeah. already had a couple games in the playoffs. So I just want to make that clear. But I'm with you. I want both teams to lose.
0: So let's get so, this let's get to the, the game of the play in tournament. The Lakers against the Warriors. Who's winning? And why? Yeah, John. Let's start with you.
2: I think Lakers, uh, because because they have more firepower, Uh, Steph is amazing. We know that. He speaks for himself. But outside of him scoring-wise, there's not a whole lot there that can keep up with the Lakers, I think. Um, If Steph is on, I don't know who they're going to put Steph on, but you got to be able to stop AD and LeBron, and I'm not sure that the Warriors have enough to stop those two guys. And so, ultimately, I think the Warriors have put up a good fight, but down the stretch the lakers will pull away but it'll be a good game
1: i'll, I'll go okay. to baby first
0: oh no i asked the questions so i want to right. i want to hear your All right.
1: answer john i don't think the lakers make it past the first round buddy i think it's they're, they're uh, done
2: what is this a first round or is this
1: first round you put quotes around it if they you know i i, I mean they so you the don't past, think
2: it's not, it's so the first round, but it's not. They, do they, it they win the it play is. in? So they? No, they this is the their first in? round. When I say that, their first game okay. they play. Because the so next, You think they're going to lose. You no, think they're going to lose to the Grizzlies or Spurs? No, hold on.
1: I was going to get to that. That's the second round. I'm putting quotes around it because it's two different series, two different teams. It's that's still the I'm play saying. in. I know, but I, that's why I put quotes around it but it's okay. not really the second round, but it's the Let's just call second it the round in. of the play in. because. Yeah. It's right. Well, so that's what I'm saying. They don't yeah. get past the first round, meaning they don't win their first matchup in the plan, so they have to go to this to a different yeah, round. Which they'll, dismantle I mean. the, they'll
2: dismantle whoever they yes. play between the Grizzlies and Spurs. I mean, that's so, that's no yes. question.
1: They're gonna make the, the, the official yeah. playoff if, if if that's what we're calling it. I, I think the playing counts somewhat, but anyway, what I wanted to say was while I'm picking the Warriors, Steph is Beyond video game mode, he's he's hit another level. LeBron even said he's MVP of the league right now, and I don't see them stopping him. And I know, yes, he's only one guy, but he is the guy that could take over a game like that. We've seen it time and time again. You get Steph going, it doesn't matter what the rest of the team does. I I I know who I
0: want to root for. I want to root for Golden State. I'm tired of LeBron. I'm tired of, you know, the Lakers, last. year. Last Joe over there, Anthony Davis, who another crybaby that had to get to a place to win a championship. Couldn't do anything. You know, LeBron, Mm -hmm. who's got to build super teams to win. You know, he's what three and six in finals. Yeah. You know, he's not the greatest player of all time. But, unfortunately, Steph, I don't think, has enough help to win this game. Four and six. You know, four and six? Mm -hmm. Eh, Yeah, whatever. It's still a losing record. Yep. You know. But I will – the only thing I'll – Give LeBron is he took teams that are no business being in the finals to the finals because he has a Well, that was win. only
2: the Cavs. He took the Cavs. Well, it still the
0: counts. Finals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that still himself is amazing. But that still the itself laker, is amazing. Yes, yeah. yeah. And that's why I think they win this game because when it's all said and done, his will to win and that championship that they won against Golden State was basically because of him. You know, he, the man, would, well, he just plays on another level.
2: Let's, let's not uh, downgrade. Draymond Green kicking somebody in the junk, that helped too because he got suspended, and then that changed the series. Let's not uh, downplay that. That was big. That changed the entire series.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, That changed because that allowed the Cavs to get back achieve. into it. It allowed the Cavs to get back into it down 3-1. They won a game. Mm. They started to believe. They won another one, got to Game 7, and anything can happen in Game 7. So not so downgrade that kick to the junk.
0: And there's certain guys that have a will to win, LeBron has it. I I don't like he's, him, but he
2: has it. He's he also he also cries a lot and gets his you know gets gets a lot of calls. Um, he's a great it's actor. Not, yeah, yeah. He is he
1: up is there in his will to win though with MJ, Kobe. Yeah. Even though I'm plans. not comparing them as players, uh, I I'm not trying he... to compare players here. Yep. Will to win, competitive yes. spirit, up there with those guys. I'm not trying to take away anything from anybody. No, Just, no. You know, it, 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 But but it, no doubt they. Those are the guys that I think of always when I think of, you know, most will to win, m- hardest competitors in almost any sport. Those are, I mean, especially basketball, those are
0: the guys. But, yeah, without a doubt. So that's what I think of the, the play in. I mean, the Memphis <laughs> San Antonio game doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: It's a toss up because know. whoever wins that is is losing the next game anyway. It, there's yeah. no way either yeah. of them are beating. LA or Golden State, no shot. No. It's not like on the East where yeah, you could give or right, you could say, you know, maybe if the Pacers some you know, if the Pacers were to even if, if Charlotte, because the Pacers are going to win. Even if Charlotte, all right, they have a good game and they could somehow manage to beat maybe Boston if that's who they play. Is it possible? Sure, cuz Boston's beat up. It's not impossible. I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, it's totally impossible." The 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 West is totally different. I don't care yeah. who wins in the Memphis San, uh, San Antonio game. Their game is over.
2: No buys. Nope. There's no nope. buys. Nope. Yeah. As we said nope. before, the way it works is there's in each division, uh there's four four teams that make the playoffs. Whoever wins the division will play the worst team to make it, the fourth seed yep. in your division. We'll go over then that. Two and, yeah, 2 and 3 yeah. play and that's how it goes in each division. <clears throat> Yeah, Kings are the one seed. They just beat Nashville last night. Thank you. Okay. So no they're a, good
1: they're, yep. they're a good team. They're they're a good team. Yep. They're gonna have
2: a tough I, road. I have a question. It has to do with <clears throat> COVID and stuff. Um, JB, first, how do you think the? Uh, how do you think? I guess home court advantage matters in the first round of the NBA playoffs because we haven't quite got back to full capacity yet for these uh, arenas. And do you think it? it Dampens home home court advantage uh, at least in the I, first round because you might you might get full capacity by second or third round.
0: You I might. think honestly the the home court advantage is beyond the fans. There, when you're shooting in an arena, there's different depth perception when you're shooting at the basket. So it's not so much just the fans that are there. Yes, they add to it, but when you shoot at the garden as opposed to I don't know any the other boss, the Boston Garden. Yeah, that just <laughs> where the basket is and what you see behind it is at a different angle. So it just you have to have different depth perception. I've heard that talking to a couple of guys that have played uh, in the NBA and overseas, and that in itself is why you see I never thought have trouble. That. Yeah, it makes a big difference because it's just the where the basket is and what you see behind the basket. You know, it you would never, you know, a normal person wouldn't think about that, but yeah, you know, that <laughs> that takes a big part of it. I mean, the fans do do hurt communications and things, like if you try to run plays or pick a roles and things. But you do that so often with guys on your team, you're used to what they're going to do.
2: Sure.
1: Well, I, I wouldn't have thought about that either, I admit. But I, I think the fans, there are at least some fans. You know what? It doesn't matter. There's some, and that still makes a difference for – you could have – I mean, I, I've heard Madison Square Garden, which is just a perfect example. They've got whatever capacity they've had – I've heard players in interviews on both the Rangers and the Knicks because they both play in there, so it doesn't matter. Atmosphere is the same. They've both said it doesn't matter that there's you know not a full stadium. It feels and sounds like you know, it's got the energy of it's a full stadium. And the Knicks are a great example because I've been I, I've seen you know, I've been there, I've seen what it's like, and I'm sure other stadiums are the exact same way. When you got home court advantage, it's it's an electrifying feeling. You feel it. You know throughout your body you're like oh my god you know it's like you're a
2: little you you, you can yeah, feel you're it. a little it's, calmer you're a little calmer well, you know what I mean not you're not even on the that. road you know what I'm yes, saying but, like you feel a little yeah, more comfortable
1: bearable. yeah but not even that it's just the crowd brings us this, this energy and when you know it's for you it's something special I mean watching and the so Kings I think,
2: game last night
1: oh I could they see were full the capacity
2: players. yeah well the and the hurricanes players were cl- clearly amped up by oh, the crowd worst. clearly and, and that, they were that's all
1: playoff games absolutely yeah. So, you could have you know ten percent of the fans, but it's better than no fans. It's better, but better than last season. They have people. They're they're going to hear you know let's go whatever the team is. They're going to hear yep. their fans cheering for them. That makes a difference, and that that especially you know if you're down one nothing in a close game in the you know in the fourth. No, I'm talking about in 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 uh, in hockey. I was going to say in the fourth. I'm. I'm Mixing sports, yeah. but we'll, we'll go with hockey just because you talk about a, a team that had a full stadium, right? You're down one goal, right? It's a one nothing game. There's like three minutes left in the third period. You're about to pull your goalie. You hear "Let's go, Canes!" I mean, tell me yep. that doesn't get you going, right? Oh, yeah. And basketball, yeah, and baseball, it's all the same. So yep. uh, you know, even if you got a ten percent of your capacity, it's better than nobody screaming at you. It, so- it's there's a special feeling that you get, so, so is there, it makes a difference.
2: Is there an opportunity because of the lack of full capacity for these places in the first round? Is there more of an opportunity for upsets in the NBA? Is there a possibility uh, of that? Show? I don't
1: think fans play that much of a role that it's going to cause a series of change like that.
2: Well, no a question it, for
0: you. What sport do you think makes the biggest difference with having a full capacity? I think it's obvious, but I want to see what you guys say.
2: Um, I would say it's probably the NHL uh, because really? it's NHL yeah. has a, the the arenas are disagree. like smaller. It's more like a sardine can. Everything's kinda kind of it's closed. Packed. Yeah, everything's tightly packed NFL. in there. I, I would uh, say the
1: NFL probably. I I, yeah. Yeah,
2: I understand why you would say the NFL they have more people, but the NHL all of them are closed arenas. There's mm. only you know eighteen to twenty thousand. So, but they're all crammed in there it's all pushed in so so that dome it's it's electrifying when you when a hockey is, playoff game that. is happening it's <clears throat> it's unlike anything i mean you you can't hear the
1: i will say this
2: last night we're like 125 i think for the canes meter oh I'll,
1: I'll say this i have been to a non playoff game full capacity in the garden and that's just one example but that's my home you know my home turf so that's where i would go you can't hear yourself think it is wild i've been to a lot of giants games i've been to sold out games it's not the same however with that said playoff atmospheres are very different i still would have to say even though it's very close i give it to the nfl with a slight edge my main reasoning i've never heard of nhl fans causing a light earthquake i've heard of nfl fans doing that
2: I went to. Uh, I rest my
1: case. I went
2: to an Orioles ALCS game, <laughs> and that was the loudest I've ever heard anything in my life. <clears throat> Nobody sat down the entire game; I'm they were sure. waving their cows the entire game. It was the most electrifying thing I've ever you know ever God, experienced. It was insane.
0: John, take your car, drive up I ninety five about three and a half hours. <laughs> go to the Bronx, Come October, <laughs> and you'll see loud.
1: I've been to that. That was. I've seen. We want to talk about stories, but but this when is, you have a team,
2: is, when you have a team that's not there continually, it's a little bit more special yeah, than a team that's there, you know, yeah. all the time. You kind of no, expect but, it, you know what on. I mean? To, it's because you don't JB's know when you're going to get back. The JB's point.
1: I've been to a Yankees game a couple years ago, two years ago now. Dean Gregorius grand slam. I have never heard anything so loud in
0: my life. There, listen. Uh, there is was, nothing like playoff baseball in the Bronx. Nothing. But, but,
1: Nonetheless, I still give it to football, but you're right.
0: Yeah.
2: It also, you I know, I, I don't know if football can this. compete with baseball or hockey I'll, in the playoffs. I'll when it comes well, to say to this to
0: affect the outcome. I'll, I'll say this the outcome. I think football fans make the biggest. I difference. think. But I
1: think it depends on where you are. Different stadiums, different fan bases. It changes.
2: Well, football. Yeah, I, I get why you're saying. No, because, for every team, because they run. They, well, I mean football because mm-hmm. they stop each play. They have to run a play. You know, you have to call audibles, you have to check the line, you have to you you're know right. I mean MLB, they're not doing that, NHL they're not doing that, oh. they're just continually off the ice. They NHL they long, do though. talk a lot. They oh talk yeah, a lot. but it's not the same as NFL no, where they stop each play and communicate. Yes. So I get why you're saying that.
1: That's a big impact. So I, yeah. I agree, but I, I I don't know. I I think the point is all of them have a very, very large impact, no matter what. Fans are I like I like
2: how none of us talk, none of us <clears> talked <throat> about the NBA. That's the last on this list. I think they make the least impact out of the four. But
0: I, being you're right. I don't player. know. My my thought would honestly be hockey, but I, you know, that's just my opinion because I'm not seeing how a, how fans yelling and screaming affect the hockey game. I mean I get that it's exciting. No, it, I'm gonna it,
2: tell it you makes JB. A difference.
1: It's because because uh, it feels like the they're Gordon, on top,
2: literally on top of you yeah it's in a it's, hockey game
1: it's it, a, it's a, it, that's my second it is it, especially in a in a place like Madison Square Garden it is beyond loud you can't hear anything it's they were it saying that
2: last night 12,000 12, we had felt like a hundred twenty yeah. thousand it, it literally feels like all of them are are jumping on your back when you're the road team that's what I would imagine Part it would be the, like. For a hockey, I would know, say on hockey.
1: Part of the reason is is because it's enclosed, so it's everything bounces. The hockey fans
2: are insane too. Oh, you're hockey right. are nuts! I
1: I I got a story about <laughs> about something that happened this week as well when we get into hockey, but um, it's it's they're very loud to begin with, but the, the the noise bounces off the walls and such. It it's it is a loud atmosphere. Good luck thinking. It is, uh it's nuts. I, I would still give it to football though. Footballs and then
2: it, you, football fans are special. I don't know if you've, Jake, <clears throat> if you've ever been to a hockey game where a fight breaks out. But of I was course. to an AHL Bears game. They're nuts. And and when a fight breaks out, as soon as it, I mean, the crowd just turn. They turn into they eat animals as soon as yeah. And then they make things worse on the ice for like the players because you know what I mean. For both players, them. They, yeah, they get rowdy and absolutely it's nuts. Absolutely.
1: Well, now that we're talking about hockey, do we have any more NBA or do we want to move on to that? Just before
0: we go, before the playoffs start, who's winning the championship? East, West, and and the following.
2: It's so hard because you don't know who's who. You don't know about the Jazz or the Suns. You don't know what they are in the playoffs. We have no idea what to expect out of those two top seeds. You said the Sixers are fraudulent. The Bucs clearly are fraudulent. We don't know what the Lakers are going to give us when they advance out of the play-in. Um, the Mavericks will probably flame out. The Blazers will probably flame out. Um, Clippers always choke. So it's like, is it just the Nets that are going to run through everything, even the finals? Or I don't know. I don't know what to
1: – I don't know. There's I'm a lot of question go,
2: marks in the West.
1: I'm going with Phoenix this year. At Phoenix, CB3,
2: CP3 has never won East? a title. Never. Oh, well. Who's hey, it was the first time the for everything.
1: Chokar is. Out of the East. That's tough, and I hate to go with the obvious answer, but I don't see anybody else besides Brooklyn. I okay. really
0: – Brooklyn? And you say just, Phoenix wins?
1: Yeah. I just, the problem is with Brooklyn, I don't see anybody on the East beating them. Like, look, I think the Knicks are a great defensive team, but just I, even still, they're not beating the, the, the They, the they don't have enough no firepower. I, I don't know that anybody can slow them down, in terms of from the East at least. I, I it's, it's rough.
2: That's the correct answer, and, by the way. And I think the Sixers <clears throat> are same same boat as the Bucks. They always choke. They always find a way when yep. they get. I don't. To the playoffs, I don't think
1: Giannis. Is, he doesn't have enough pieces with him either. No. Like
2: I, I you know what I mean? I don't yeah.
0: It's not that the team the is same, bad. It's
2: the it's same, same just, story every year with them. Yeah. The John, before
0: story. you go on, are the Heat gonna beat the Bucs?
2: Yeah. Uh, they beat them last year and it's basically the same team. All they had was Drew Holiday. I'm not worried. We beat them last year. We're gonna beat them again.
0: So who's uh, coming out of the but, East or West for you, John?
2: see it's hard like I said, it's hard in the you West pick, because John.
0: it's a sports show. Just pick I team, know, John. it's <laughs> hard give us reasons. You gotta do it, John.
1: And I, Hold on. I'll say this. My main reason for picking the Suns, I'm trying not to go with the super obvious pick because I feel like that's always the easy thing to do, look, and it never works.
2: Because the Nuggets don't have Murray, so I can't pick the Nuggets. The Clippers always find a way to choke. The Mavs really Someone's have... Someone's going to win, have, John. Uh, I know. That's why I don't know. Go with the Clippers and win somehow. I don't know. wow and the, East,
0: the, and the East, is uh, going to the heat, the heat. And who's going to get all... Uh, the heat. Oh <laughs> wow. John, you're the most
1: biased fan I have ever that was been. the
0: most the most biased. Wow. I mean, I come mean, on. You, you <clears> put <throat> a gun to my head, <throat> head I
2: mean and come on.
1: I, I'm a Knicks fan. I just admitted that we're not getting past like, Well, yeah, Spins. you guys are
2: too young.
0: So it's gonna be the Nets against the Suns, because I just think the <clears> Nets the Nets <throat> obviously gonna have a cakewalk. Yeah, and right. The West. The West is really tough. I, I agree with John. It's tough to pick, mm-hmm. but I really like what Phoenix did this year or what they did last year. And I, but I but CP3 has never got put,
2: to a championship. Never. This
0: is his chance. This is his chance to take a bunch of young guys where they want to go. And I think he's going to get <clears throat> there. He's been in the league since he was a
2: teenager. Short.
0: He's going to fall short, unfortunately, to the superstar yeah. team of Brooklyn. We'll
1: see. You know
0: that's that's what I'm saying. Funny so, enough.
1: JB, you and I have the same finals, though. Funny.
0: Yes. So, so if we get to that final, one of us will be right.
1: You're right. We'll see. I, I mean, it's, I took it's, the
0: chalk. Yeah. But. but
1: we'll see. All right. Now we want to talk about the NHL. So last week we didn't have any uh, official bracket yet. It wasn't totally official, but now we have it. So I'll, I'll pull it up on the screen for us so we can uh, all look at it because – I don't know if you guys have even looked no, at the bring bracket. Bring it up.
2: That would help. That would help.
1: <laughs> I Look, I know I did my research, but of course I did because this is what I do, but it's, it's a tough year. This is, this is one of those years that it's really hard because as you can see, you know, you look on the right. Okay. Those are the divisions. Nobody's played outside your division. <laughs> I have no idea what it's going to look like when we, when we leave the division. I, I have no idea. I, it's, It's really, for me, it's hard to judge, but I'm going to give my official picks. Some of these are going to hurt. We'll start with the right, which is the East. Pens versus Islanders. Look, I like the Islanders. I like the Pens. I think they're both good teams. I don't, you know, I want to say I like them. I don't like them, but I think they're both very good teams. But Pens are just a superior team right now in terms of offense. They're a sickening team. I have to give them this round. So Isles choke again. Uh, and then Caps versus Bruins, I was saying before, I'd like both teams to lose. That would make me very happy, uh, but that's not possible. And in that case, I have to say, as much as the Bruins are a good team, both of these teams have really great uh, uh, what's um, veteran leadership and experience, but uh, I'd have to go with the Caps in this, and I very much look forward to a uh, – <clears throat> Pens caps rematch, John. You're gonna like what I'm gonna say next. I don't think that the Preds even stand a chance. This series is over before it begins. Yep. Canes all day. They're I a think it's easiest series. Team. I
2: think it's the easiest series to pick. Honestly,
1: no, I got an easier one. But we'll get to that. After. Really? Oh, easily. I got two easier ones, but we'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, I give the Canes that victory all day, <clears throat> and then. Panthers, Lightning, knowing that Victor Hedman is back, knowing that Stamkos is back, I give it to the Lightning. If I knew they weren't going to be back, I would have switched my vote. However, the fact of the matter is those are their two best players, and they are both back. The Panthers are a great team, but the Lightning just got their best players back on the ice. Two of the best players in hockey easily give it to them. So right now, on the East, we got Pens, Caps in the, in the second round, Canes, Lightning, second round. Now let's jump over to the uh, – well, like, it's technically the North Division, <laughs> whatever, the, the West, whatever they're calling themselves now. Yeah. We'll go – these are the two easiest picks.
2: Hold on, Toronto, I have a question. I have a question yeah. before you go on. All right. So is there a Western mm. and Eastern Conference trophy like every year that you're there not should supposed be. to
1: How's that going to work? I believe they're going to still do that cuz Okay. It's it's still the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference it's I mean just, the
2: Maple Leafs or like Maple Leafs and Canadians are Eastern Conference teams It's but, weird,
1: I don't know. I But I, I think I, that's I, what they're going to do. I think you I right. believe they still are. Um but this was such an easy division to pick. The North is extremely top heavy. Number 1 and 2 easy picks. I'm taking the Maple Leafs, and I'm taking the Oilers, and it's not even a question. Oilers, I will talk about more, but I've got to say, Connor McDavis scored over 100 points. I scored 106 in 53 games. Just to put that in perspective, if he played a full season, he would have scored over 150 points. He would have been the only player not named Mario Lemieux or Wayne Gretzky to be in the top like 15, I think, Scoring in a single season—that is how good he was this season. He was unbelievable. So Jets don't even stand a chance, and that's not even talking about the rest of the team for the Oilers, which is a good team. Another kind of easy series. Look, Abs are the Presidents' Trophy winners. John, you know this all too well. If you're the Presidents' Trophy winner, you're not winning the Stanley Cup. It doesn't matter. No. However, it doesn't mean you can't get out of the first round, which I think they do. Blues Mm -hmm. are just not in a position to win. My big if for the the abs and why I'm telling you now they're not winning the cup. I don't trust their goaltending. I'm I'm not. I don't trust Brubauer enough to say
2: no, no, definitely
1: that, no. They're going to win a cup. And definitely. this last series, Golden Knights, Wild, going to be a good series. But for the same reason, I just knocked the abs is why I'm taking the Golden Knights. I think the Golden Knights have the best goaltending tandem in the playoffs. Period. Marc-Andre Fleury and Robin Lehner, great goalies to have together. It is fantastic. You have Robin Lehner, who's got plenty of playoff experience. And oh yeah, let's not forget Marc-Andre Fleury, who has won multiple cups and is one of the best playoff goalies in recent years. Fantastic, huge upside. So recap my picks so far. We got Penn's caps on the right in the east, and we got Canes Lightning, and then in the West, or West, whatever they call themselves now. Uh, we're going to have Toronto versus the Oilers and the ABS versus the Golden Knights. This is where it gets fun, gentlemen, because we're going to get a Pens-Caps rematch for the bajillionth time. Nope. I, it, it pains me to say this, but the Pens are going to win again because Alex Ovechkin has extreme trouble getting past the second round. He has done it one time in his career, once. he won one cup that's it it's not happening pens move on canes lightning now john
2: that'll be an interesting series it's
0: it's
1: gonna be a good series but john Mm -hmm. i'm gonna break the news to you if 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 the lightning didn't get two of their best players back i'd be picking the canes all day all day because the canes are a great young team and more importantly the lightning would be without two of their best players on the ice but they have them both back. The Canes are too young. They don't have enough experience, in my opinion, yet. I think they'll be a threat if they give them another year, maybe two. They need more time and more experience. The reason I'll disagree with
2: you there is because the only team that stopped the Canes in the past two years is the Boston Bruins. You just told me the Boston Bruins aren't making it to the conference finals which is where they would have the Canes would have to play them if they played. Two years ago, remember, the Canes got knocked out by the Bruins in the conference finals, swept last year, beat by the Bruins again, second round. Bruins don't make to the conference finals. That's the only team that's been able to stop this team. This is the same Canes team from two years ago, except the goaltending is elite. So now that you have an elite goaltender, let's go, game on. And he reminds me of Cam Ward when Cam Ward was a rookie. That's what John, it I'd, I'd like to
1: remind you that you guys didn't even make it into the playoffs last year, technically.
2: Yes, yeah, we did. We beat the, I believe we beat the Islanders. Oh yes, in the you, first did, round. you did. You did. You did. Yeah. You did. And then you did. We got were round one. Excuse group. me.
1: I take yeah. that back. Yes, yeah. John, you haven't made a, a deep playoff run. That's my concern for you. Second they round last year, <clears>
2: conference finals the no. year before.
1: Right, but this group is. There's yeah. a lot of young stars that were not on the team then that are now here. I don't trust them. I trust the Lightning's veteran leadership. Jordan so gonna, Stahl was there. <clears throat> I was there. Oh, was Jordan there. Jordan Stahl is old.
2: Jordan Stahl scored two goals last night. He did. He had five hits. John, I think it's going to be
1: a seven-game series between the Canes and Lightning. I don't mean to say that the Canes oh, are It's going to be a
2: hell of a series. Whoever the Canes Absolutely. play out of those two, it's, it's going to be a dogfight.
1: I, I think it's going to be a very close series. Yeah. But – I. I I just I, I like the goaltending better in Tampa and I like the veteran leadership better in Tampa. It's it's just something that they have a little more experience than you guys. That's all. If if you guys were still in our division in in the the original what's the Metro, I would have you guys going to the conference finals. I would have you beating anybody. I would have you beating Pens, Islanders, Caps, Bruins. I'd have you beaten any of them. But you guys got moved and you got stuck in a really tough division. It's why I'm not giving it to you. You won all. that it,
2: division, it. by the way.
1: I you you darn right you did. Yep. But what's the but what my point was the lightning ended third, right? But yep. they're missing two of their best players.
2: Yeah. They're That's beating my the Panthers point. again tonight, 2-0. They're a great
1: team. And I'm I don't think
2: they're gonna repeat,
1: and I'll get to my winner in a minute. No. But now we got Toronto versus the Oilers. Toronto it's notorious for choking, and this year will be no different. Granted, the Oilers have not been much better, but the Oilers with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl have been one of the best teams in terms of just a, a, a fantastic duo. I am telling you they are going to go to the conference conference finals this year, which is, is an improvement for Oilers fans. And they're getting lucky this year because they're really going to get a cakewalk. They have to beat the Jets. That's a joke. And then Toronto, who is notorious for choking, is just you basically hand them a win. So Tor- I'm moving yeah. the Oilers up. Canadian teams do not
2: Stanley Cups anymore.
1: Absolutely, and this is, in my opinion, the other best series. I think it's Kane's Lightning, and it's going to be As Golden Knights. Another fantastic series, mm. awesome series. And, again, I'm predicting like six, seven games for both. Oh, the it has, and Canes. Yeah, that,
2: that series. And Golden
1: that, Knights yeah. and Avs are absolutely going at least six, if not seven for sure. I think it's going to be a fantastic series. But what I just said before, the goaltending was what I found important, and that is what the – what the the abs for me are lacking just a little bit. I don't trust Grubauer, but I love Marc-Andre Fleury. I think he's a fantastic goalie. And I think if he's having an off night, you have a fantastic backup option in Robin Lanner. And I think that's why I'm giving the Golden Knights in a grueling series the victory. So now we're going to have Pens versus Lightning, Oilers versus Golden Knights. For the conference championships, I am going to take the Golden Knights. They have veteran leadership. They have experience. They have better goaltending. They're a better overall team. I'm putting the Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup and the Pens versus the Lightning. This was probably the hardest series for me to pick, though, because these are two. The, the Lightning have looked fantastic now. And of course, the Penguins decided that they were going to become extremely relevant again this year and, and, and regaining their previous four. However, uh, go ahead. What's up, Oh, I
2: just want to throw this in there. Um, you said that the uh, <clears throat> Lightning goaltending is better. Their I best do. goaltender, Boshlefsky, has a 2.56 goals against average. Ned, I can't say his last name for us, our rookie goaltender, 198 goals against average this year. Just so you I'm know, right. that's over half a goal less per game and our rookie goaltender lets up. Just so what's, you know, what's, what's the save be? percentage
1: breakdown? I, I don't know the save percentage breakdown. I'm curious.
2: Uh, ninety one point nine one seven for uh for Vyshlepski. I don't, don't know. Nine
1: seventeen. That's good.
2: Yeah, I don't have Ned's up, but I think it's like nine thirty something. I think I looked last night. It was like 93 something.
1: Oh, so, check it out in a minute. But
2: yeah,
1: I, I'm so just so better, you know.
2: Just so you know our goaltender had a better year. Less goals per game let up.
1: My point was, John, there's something that you don't have in your goalie. Actually, two things. Experience and Vezinas. You have neither of those right now.
2: Hey, look, remember Cam Ward won a Stanley Cup as a rookie for us in 06. So don't forget that. Beat those Oilers. So maybe oilers Canes will play again and we'll beat them again.
0: You guys are killing me with these picks. You're way off.
2: Way off. Well, please, please go well, ahead. Oh, well, I'll finish my
1: bracket and then I'll let JB. I'll hear his hot garbage.
0: give <laughs> <coughs> you the facts of what's going to happen? No. Okay. Uh,
1: between Pens, Lightning. I'm giving the Lightning a slight advantage. Again, I think it's going to be a tough series, but Lightning get back to the Stanley Cup Finals. Vegas Lightning, another fantastic series. And I'm not going to pick the Lightning to go back-to-back. I don't see it happening. I'm predicting that someone on the Lightning is going to get hurt. I'm going to probably stay Stamkos because it's the most likely scenario. He'll have been hurt by the Stanley Cup final probably because it's what he does. And because of the great goaltending that Vegas possesses, which is the main reason I'm choosing them, I think they have arguably the best goaltending tandem of any team. They're going to win the Stanley Cup final finally because their window is slowly closing and Marc-Andre Fleury is getting yet another championship added to his resume. And I think it's going to be a great series.
2: All right, J.B., I'm curious. I'll I'll, I'll leave this up so we can... You've talked the least amount of hockey, so please go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I agree. So so the Islanders are going to play the Caps in the second round and (laughs) all the New York Ranger fans are going to be... For the Islanders, which is going to be the most hysterical thing... The Islanders will then beat the Caps. Oh, this is funny. The Lightning are going to win, as are the Hurricanes. And then the Lightning are going to beat the Hurricanes. Just so It'll you know, lightning-
1: JB, the, lightning, uh, excuse me, the Islanders are losing to Pittsburgh 2-1 to
0: one right now. 2-1. Just, yeah, just but, but, but they're one nothing in this series. Yep, no, series. No, I, I just – On the road. I, I didn't they've, yeah. already, they've already took yeah, they, mean that to.
1: I don't mean to no, dismiss you. I just want to no, let no, you know, know what's going on.
0: No, I'm aware. I don't win this game at overtime. Don't worry. Um, so, so it'll be Tampa against the Islanders. Tampa will beat the Islanders. All right, so we agree on
1: Tampa reaches the final. Okay.
0: Yeah, we got Toronto against Edmonton easy. Edmonton going to the conference finals. Agreed. So, so Avalanche, far we agree on most of this. Avalanche and Vegas, simple. Vegas is going to win. This is my tough pick. Vegas against the Oilers. I want to see the Oilers win. I think Vegas wins. I agree.
1: So, again, we have the uh, same cup final, too. Everything seems to line up the same,
0: <laughs> And then I think Vegas is going to win their first. So, uh, what do you disagree with me about, then? <laughs> the Islanders, man. The Islanders. Oh, Because you Ranger fans are going to be all over the Islanders. Well, you have week. to
2: if they play the Caps. You have to. Yeah, no,
1: my problem is, I don't know that they're gonna get past either of those i I don't see them getting past the second round if they even get past the first.
2: I don't see them getting past the pens.
1: <clears throat> I don't either. but John, what's your wow. prediction?
2: So I see the pens winning. I see the Bruins beating the caps. It's just this the Saint caps team is just their windows closed. They're not the same team. They're just looking for a fight. It seems like they have no discipline. <clears throat> Um, they let Tom Wilson You don't think the Bruins windows closed? I I don't think I didn't say they're winning a championship. But the Caps, I'm just just saying. But the Bruins at least are gonna get to the second round. The Caps just don't seem like the same team from years past. They don't seem like they have the electricity. They seem like they just let Tom Wilson do whatever he wants. There's no discipline. And I, I think in the playoffs, especially against the Bruins, if you play that kind of game, I just don't see how how that's gonna how you're gonna go on. Bruins eat that stuff up whenever you try that nonsense. The Bruins will throw it back in your face. So I think the Bruins beat them. I think Obviously, they'll play the Pens. Um, then the Pens will win that. Canes will play right, the so Lightning. Pretty,
1: hold on. I'd like to point out so far, we've all basically agreed the Pens will reach the conference final. We're all <laughs> well, very similar in kind of what we see happening.
2: Well, I think it's by default because I don't think the Bruins or Capitals are teams of years past. I agree. And the Islanders aren't anywhere on the Penguins level, in my opinion. Um, and then the Canes will play the lightning. I think we'll beat the lightning. I think we'll finally get there. Um, the pens always give us trouble. Picking your teams, Islanders and Canes, the two of you kill me. The, the pens and the Bruins are (sighs) the only two teams in the East that give us continuous trouble. Um, so I'm going to say the Pens go into play, um, and I'm looking at the West. I I, th- I think maybe the Maple Leafs finally do it. I think they, finally maybe the Maple Leafs do it. Um, I think Vegas is going to end up falling apart again, just like they did last year. So you're
1: hold on. What are you predicting? Are you saying Toronto beats? Edmonton, and then reaches the conference final?
2: Yeah, and then then it'll be uh, – I think it'll be Wild and Avalanche, actually. I think the Vegas gets upset by the Wild. Really? All right. Yeah, I, I, for some reason I, I, I just have a feeling. They're,
1: they're too young for me. That's I, I hate to keep using that excuse, but, but I that's just a big have, thing.
2: I have a weird feeling <clears throat> that the that Vegas is going to get shocked by the Wild. Something big is going to happen. A big upset in these playoffs has to happen. It's not going to be your – Typical picks every every pick, and I think the Wild are going to be that one big upset that stirs the pot. Um, then the Avalanche destroy the Wild, and then I think Toronto goes on and um, Toronto goes on and beats beats the Avalanche. And then Pens versus Maple Leafs. Uh, I think Pens would beat them. I just I can't see a Canadian team winning the Stanley Cup. It hasn't happened in a very long it's not time as i don't think it's happening so i think the pens will end up somehow getting one of these championships that has come out of nowhere um i hope not i hope i'm wrong uh, like i said the, the bruins and the pens are the only two teams in the east that give us continuous trouble physically everybody else we match up well against but for some reason the pens have our number so, so but i the hope Stanley I'm Cup wrong. are
1: uh,
2: the pens i think it'll yeah. be one of those weird weird wins where it's like uh, who saw that I hope
1: come? Not. I hope not. I really hope
2: but, not. I'll just make predictions, but I hope not.
1: I, I John, I,
0: uh, I, I. i just making predictions.
2: Not. I hope I'm wrong. No, know? hey, yeah. that's what we do. That's yeah. that's fine. Just for so,
0: fun. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's the but, fun part of it. All
1: right, so there's one more thing NHL related. I got to show. Look, this made my heart want to burst. That was so sweet. I, I love people sometimes. Now, now I admit I hate people sometimes. But this was one of those moments. It was rare moments in humanity that I loved what people were doing. This was—I don't know. This is uh, about two weeks ago now. Yeah, a little less than two weeks ago. Right? A little more than about a week ago. Uh, senators. Not make the playoffs. They sucked. Whatever. They one of their young players. I believe he's a rookie. Uh, yeah, he is. He is. Tim Stutzel scores his first ever hat trick, but there were no fans in attendance. So local Senators children did this: they went to his house and threw hats in his backyard because they couldn't do it while he was at the stadium. You know, throw it on the ice, so they threw it in his backyard and surprised That's him. That's pretty cool. That is I like that. one of those moments in sports that makes you just love people because that is awesome. He missed the opportunity of, you know, have the fans throw their hats on the ice. I love that. Senators fans, I tip my hat to you because that is an awesome awesome thing to go do. Go surprise him. Go throw your hats out on the field for uh, on his grass for him because he couldn't experience uh, the, the the elation of fans in the stadium in the in the in the arena. But that, that was awesome. I just wanted to share that because I saw that and I loved that. That made me so happy because it doesn't happen often that fans do great things like that. But that was one of those moments where you're like, I really appreciated that. And I'm sure so, he did too. So
2: So I'm not sure if you saw this uh this moment. It was only like seven seconds long, the video from the Canes. But it was pretty cool last night before the game. Um, I think this little girl um, had some sort of disability, maybe like Down syndrome or something like that. It looks like that may have been the case. Um, Jordan, Jordan Martinuk, one of our players before the game, yep. um, he came up and waved to this little girl. She had a sign, and I'll pause it on my screen. Um, it said, wishing my buddy in the Canes all the luck to win the cup. And uh, she had her little earmuffs on and stuff like that. And he came up and waved to her, and it was really cool. Like just get to watch a seven that. second clip. Yeah. You know, it, it was like you said, one of those, like it's one of those cool moments about sports. Yeah. And then I guess as her mom or something was like commenting and stuff. And, uh, she said, she said after the game, she kept saying my buddy won. And then she had a couple of tears, but she said oh. they're happy tears. So she kept calling, uh, Jordan Martinuk, her That's buddy cute. That's little cute. girl did. So that was something cool that, you know, I I happened to stumble upon. Today.
1: Absolutely it's proof that not all hockey players are like Tom Wilson and they're total jerks. Yep. Some of them actually are good people.
2: Yeah. Some hockey players are really, really good to the kids. Baseball players Absolutely. and hockey players Absolutely. are really good to the kids. That's what I like about those two sports.
1: I agree. So I, I don't have anything else though. I mean, nope. there's not really much. The, the, the series have really only just begun there in mm-hmm. their second games at best. So You know, like I said, though my my predictions were made like last week when the playoffs were set, no bearing on any of the games, obviously, because if they had any bearing on what the games were, I may not have picked the. the You would have picked the Kings
2: to win it all. We know.
1: Yeah, right. I may not have picked the Golden Knights though because they're down one nothing in that series. Little things like that would have possibly changed my mind. Obviously, my mind was set previously, so we'll see. It's uh, you know the one thing I'm. Intrigued by is seeing what players or rather what teams look like when they leave their division. Those first yeah. those first two rounds for them, it's easy, if you will, because they know what they're ex- gonna experience. They know the teams they're playing. After that, they haven't played them all season. It's 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 something different. So, that's uh, hard. I look forward. I mean, to that. that's <clears throat> that's
2: hard because you play the team so much that you don't have any surprises. So now yeah. it's basically execution and talent. This is, is what true. you gotta have, and that's hard. I mean, you've seen te- you've seen the team, you know, the entire season eighteen times or however many times like that. You can't, there's nothing to hide. You know what I mean? So, this is and, true. and you're gonna have a little bit of extra umph for your that division team because you played them all year, and you you know you're probably tired of Absolutely. seeing their ugly faces. So, well,
1: I think it also helps provide that we get the best teams possible to advance. Yeah, yeah. because it's it's gonna force teams to really you know, be their best. And, and I understand they always have to do that. I understand. Yeah. But these are teams that know each other very well now, and they played all season. They're forced to play each other a couple more times be, because they didn't play each other enough in the regular season. I think they played like eight times in the regular season. Now they can play up to seven more times. So basically, double like what <laughs> they already played them in the regular season. It's, it is very exciting stuff. And I, I, I am, I'm not a fan of the new format. I, I like the old format just because it provides matchups that are different. But at the same time, this helps spark uh, old rivalries and such, which which is fun. I, I, I do appreciate that. So, um, But I don't have everything else in the NHL, so if we want to move on to MLB or NFL, we can move on.
2: Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about <clears throat> Stefan Diggs in the NFL. Um, so I got to uh, talking today. I was on the sports arena with Eric Wilson last night and Alex Fleming. And a couple yep. other people, Megan Price. And, uh, you know, we ended up stumbling upon today a conversation in our chat about Stefan Diggs. Um, Alex had actually mentioned about trading for Stefan Diggs in Dynasty. Um, and I told him he shouldn't trade Antonio Gibson away mm. for Diggs. And they, him and the other guy, Mike, Michael Caratanudo, disagreed with me because they like Diggs. And I said, in fantasy, really, running backs are scarce. It's a bo- it's it's a wasteland, it's a boneyard. Sure. You don't give up running backs for a wide receiver, you know, unless the talent is that much different. But in fantasy, a guy like Gibson, I'm not giving up. Anyway, it got me thinking about Diggs, and I mentioned to them that <clears throat> Diggs is gonna have a little bit of regression this year. And and they disagreed with me. They they thought, oh well, you're a Dolphins fan, you know, you're you're gonna say that. But I actually looked into his numbers. Um and Stefan Diggs. Had one amazing season this year, fifteen hundred plus yards, one hundred twenty-seven catches. And I I dug deeper into his numbers. He's never had double-digit touchdowns. What? First of all, do you guys think Stefan Diggs takes a step back from this amazing season he just had, or do you think he produces another fifteen hundred yards and one hundred twenty-seven catches? First, I'll start with that. Then I'll give you the numbers that I ended up. Digging let up me myself. let
1: me ask define regression like what are well, you defining as he's regressed like if he gets so, only 1300 yards so and I'm gonna say 110 like, or 100
2: his second best catches. season his second best season's 1100 yards if you have okay. a 1500 plus yard season and you lose 400 yards you lose about 27 catches to 30 catches that makes a big difference in your team that's 400 yards. Sure. And about thirty catches that the other guys have to pick up the slack on. That's a lot. That's a lot of first downs potential. That's you know what I mean. So yeah. and and you have to rely on the other guys that didn't do nearly as much. So four hundred yards is is a lot of yards. It can make the difference you know in a couple wins or losses. So do you think he takes a little bit of a step back, like falls back down earth a little bit, or do you think he does this again I mean, before I give you stats?
1: I would say he's not going to necessarily get 1500 yards and 127 catches, but I could realistically see him still sitting at 1250 and then one hundred between 110, 115 catches, which I don't think is a really large regression, but you may define that as regression. So obviously our definitions well, I, I are, think, are a little different, but.
2: <clears throat> from what the people that like Buffalo, they, I think, for basically, the way they're talking is, Diggs is going to do this again. He's going to fire again, and he's going to go off for another gigantic. Well, know, I still think 1250
1: that, and 110 oh, or yeah. so is a great but, season. So, but the way
2: yeah, but the way Bills fans, um, people that like them have, have been talking, it's like it's going to happen again, and I think that that's a little bit unrealistic. I think that he comes back down. <laughs> I think there's other mouths to feed that take a little bit away and that that's what i you
1: know it's possible i I, actually you know what i take that i take back what i said i think he'll go for more because he's got an extra game this year he may not go for more than 1500 but he may go more than what i initially predicted because i'm thinking in a 17 game season he may play an extra game he might now play 17 games instead of Sixteen, because I'm assuming he sits the last game, probably most likely. Probably. So he, you know what I mean. So technically, he probably plays mm-hmm. an extra game. So he may still equal those totals because he gets an extra game.
2: And That's this is fantasy and NFL. Yeah, kind of no, like no. A, a mixed yeah. bag of
1: them yeah. together. Absolutely, but I think because the season is extended, he has a better chance of of continuing well, yeah. that success because he's got more games to do the same. He's got an extra game. So if he gets a game of 120 yards and he was at 1250, now he's going to be you know, very close to where he was. He's going to be over 1,300 yards now, almost 1,400. He's, he's right behind where he just was. So that extra game is, is reasonably, the regression is going to be less because even if he averages less per game, he's got an extra game to make
0: it up. J.B.? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I think Diggs is a good receiver. I like him. Uh, I wish the Giants had guys like that, you know, instead of who we're signing. You know, we're getting.
1: You mean Calvin Benjamin, a tight end?
0: Calvin Benjamin. Oh, gosh. You know, love that. I don't know.
2: Oh, that's because of the uh, Carolina ties that Gettleman has. I don't care. Ah, It makes no sense. This Tebow trickle down effect needs to stop. It's so, it's so
1: stupid, but wh- whatever. Not the point. Yeah.
2: All right, so I looked into Diggs' numbers. I dug deep into his numbers mm. today. I was looking at it. And uh, he had eight touchdowns this year. Pretty decent. He's never had double-digit touchdowns. I'll be right
0: back. Give me a little bit of guess. All right. He's Let's never had do
2: double-digit it. touchdowns. Start there. Which I get. Not every player is going to have double-digit touchdowns. Not everybody's a scorer. But he had eight touchdowns. Three. Came against the Patriots, three of them in one game. That's, I calculated today, it's 37.5% of his <clears throat> touchdowns came in one game. One <clears throat> game. 37.5% of his touchdowns this year came in one game. It means in his other 15 games, he only had five scores in 15 games. That's not great. He's not much of a scorer. The guy needs <clears throat> to score more. I mean, three touchdowns in one game is great, but if you give me five in 15, that's basically a whole season of five scores. I don't mm-hmm. love that. Also, I looked at his targets, one hundred and sixty-six targets. There's no way, even with an extra game, because that was over. That was eleven targets a game. Sure. Eleven. That doesn't happen in the NFL. Eleven targets for any receiver over an entire season doesn't happen. Michael Thomas was an anomaly. Not this past year, but the year before when he set the single-season catch record. They were clearly just trying to break the record with Michael Thomas. Mm -hmm. Anyway, receivers don't get 166 targets. Typically, the ball spread out. You run the ball more. Well, when you're the only
1: guy, that happens.
2: Right, exactly. So, I think that that number, the 166, comes down. Um, His previous high, I believe, was 137 or so. Um last year was the first time he played all 16 games. I don't think that happened. I don't think he plays all 17 um this coming season. He's been injured in his past. He was finally healthy for an entire season. I don't think that happens again. He actually played the playoffs apparently with a torn oblique. So he he's a smaller guy um compared to other receivers. He has a history of some injuries. Like I said, the 166 targets comes down in my opinion the 1,500 yards, that's got to come down. He had the fourth, he's played six seasons. He had the fourth lowest mm-hmm. average yards per catch in his entire career in six years this past season. So he wasn't averaging a whole lot in his career compared to the mm-hmm. best seasons he's had. Um, sure. So so these, these are means for regression. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with all these stats I gave you, 37.5% of your touchdowns came in one game. If you take out those 10 catches, he had against the Pats in that one game. That's 117 catches on the year in this 15 games and only five hey, of those for went? any player. Well, I know what <clears throat> I'm saying. 5 of those 5 of those 117 catches went for touchdowns. That's it in 15 games. That's not great. You know, he needs to score more. If if I'm going to sure. be told that this guy is a top 5 receiver or the best in the NFL, wow. I need to see him score more. I need to see That's him have I need to see him have a higher yards per catch than he did. Because I'll say in, this, in I wouldn't put him. Season. I wouldn't put him top five as is. Just his his only other seasons. He's in six years. He's had three one thousand yard seasons. One he he had like one thousand eighty one. The other one he had eleven hundred yards, and then this season. That's why I say it's a regression because you go from six hundred mm-hmm. yards, seven hundred yards, and nine hundred yards your first three seasons to one thousand, pretty decent. Eleven hundred. then you ballooned to almost sixteen hundred. The guy's gonna come back down to earth. Yeah, but you could sat. argue that
1: it's based on where he's playing. He's got a better quarterback right. and a better offense. You could argue right. that's why he balloons. Kirk
2: Cousins also threw the ball a ton to him. You know what I mean? There was yeah. a lot of there was a lot of targets out there yeah, in Minnesota when he was there. You and I both know not Josh
1: Allen's like, a heck of a better quarterback. But
2: it's not like Kirk Cousins wasn't slinging the ball around, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like they were just I don't running know
1: his stats, you know, offhand so. Yeah, Like, in terms of, of targets well, and such his, before. Well, yeah, so. well,
2: in his three seasons, <clears throat> like I said, well, f- five seasons in Minnesota, um, he he had out 100 targets one time, 100-plus targets one time. Um, maybe that's twice. partly— Yeah. Twice. Yeah, well, this 2018 year—
1: 2018
2: Yeah, okay, so three times <clears throat> he's had 100-plus targets. Um, he's only caught the ball 100 times twice now. So— I, I just think ballooning 400-plus yards, um, all the way up to 127 catches. Remember, we all thought Michael Thomas was going to have a big year. And then look what happened to him this year. <clears throat> so so I just think that Diggs, I'm not going to say he's going to get hurt, but I think he comes back down to earth, to, back to that 1,100 range and <clears throat> maybe 101 catches. And he he averages right around eight touchdowns. So that's his career average right around that <clears throat> mark. So, but for me, he needs to score more. If we're going to talk about this guy being the best receiver in the NFL, which people do, but I don't think he's even top five. I don't know. I don't even think he's top five. Then, no. you know, you know what I mean? He's had one amazing yeah. season. That's it. The rest of his seasons, eleven hundreds respectable, but nothing elite. This was his only so, elite season. Let me just ask you,
1: what yeah. was the question you wanted to pose to us?
2: Uh, I just wanted to know if, <clears throat> if you think that he regresses. Um, oh, well, because yeah. Because I, I mentioned, I gave the stats out to um, folks in our chat, and they, they just bypassed them. And, um, you know, these are stats you really have to look at, especially if you're in fantasy football. A lot of people play fantasy. Yeah, Diggs, well, is gonna, Diggs is going to go really high, but, you, you know, if you're looking at fantasy, you have to look at him coming back down to earth, and he if might not be worth if that If we're high talking
1: day. Antonio Gibson versus Stefan Diggs, though, in Diggs dynasty. all day.
2: In dynasties. Diggs all day. I gotta Gibson, go I gotta go Gibson's, Gibson because running backs are <clears throat> so scarce. And Gibson was really good last year as a rookie. He,
1: he was okay. And he's he younger. Was really good.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. he was he was really good for a rookie with a decent line. Um and in Dynasty, the guys only play one year where Diggs is twenty-seven already. In Dynasty, you really don't yeah. want twenty-seven-year-olds that you're training for. <clears throat> in Dynasty, you want the young guys, and Gibson's one year pro. On an offense where he's going to be the focal point, I'd I'd want Gibson. I wouldn't give Gibson mm-hmm. up.
1: I would. I I looked at his stats and he had some good games, but he also said some really not great games. I, I just I don't trust him, especially in Washington. I don't I don't trust that team as a whole, which is my my concern.
2: Well, of course you're not. You're a Giants fan.
1: No, I'm. <laughs> yes, I'm a Giants fan, but that has nothing to do with it. Trust me. That's like saying I trust Saquon Barkley. I do, but. <laughs> Compared to certain other players, I don't exactly right. Not just because I'm a Giants fan doesn't mean I automatically trust them. It depends. So
2: yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, so it's something you got to think about. In in uh, and and Gibson is only 22. He'll be 23 <clears> in June. <throat> so yeah, he averaged almost five yards a carry. He had 11 touchdowns, 795 yards. You know, four point seven per carry. That's really really good. Exactly. That's really good. You know, this for is my point though. Gibson. I agree with this. <laughs> I can't say look like crap um, because they still have Terry Mclarland and they still have Gibson, both amazing players. And then Fitzpatrick's going to sling it. So they're going to put <clears throat> up points. They'll throw a pick. Right, so if they're going to sling they'll it, that's going to hurt
1: Antonio Gibson. Because Gibson's well, Gibson, not really
2: Gibson caught 36 passes out of the backfield, which is pretty respectable for a rookie uh, running back.
1: Yeah, but when you look at the rest of their team, uh, like in terms of, you know, who caught, you know, who caught passes as a running back, he was not it. J D. McKissick got. Oh well, yeah, lot. McKissick.
2: That's that's the only thing McKissick knows how to do. Right, catch <laughs> a pass.
1: Right, but I'd rather have a receiving running back. Receptions are assuming you're playing PPR, which is what the standard is usually. Yeah, yeah, it's usually that's, the
2: standard.
1: I would say that's that's more valuable. If you, if you compare the stats, it's, it's more valuable. I think J.D. McKissick's a more valuable player.
2: So, John, I'm going to reply to your comment. Uh, nobody, I don't think that's tragic is a good signing, but I think fantasy-wise for Gibson and McClarlane, that's a great thing because he's going to sling it, and they're going to. It's going to open up the run game, so that'll help <clears> out <throat> mclarland because even though if it's magical, throw a lot of picks, he'll throw a lot of touchdowns and yards. And that'll help McClarlane now open up the run game. That'll give McKissick and Gibson the ball out of the backfield to catch too. So um, may not be good NFL-wise for the sure. Washington football team to win games, but fantasy-wise, that'll be great. You know, that'll open up that offense. They won't be dink and dunk Alex Smith. Yeah. And Gifton had 11 touchdowns, John. So, you know, I get 11 touchdowns, 4.7 per carry. That's, you know, it's almost five yards a carry for a rookie running back. That's pretty the damn problem good. is his,
1: his usage is not there, which is going to yeah. hurt.
2: Yeah, but he's not going to carry the ball 300 times. It's just not what they're going to do. They're going to sling it.
1: Right, and so if you're talking about who's more valuable, I would say that he's still not because I can count Stephon Diggs for –
2: but in Over dynasty, 100. in dynasty, you know, trading for a twenty-seven-year-old receiver—that's like suicide in dynasty. You know, Not you want the young guys, you want the rookies, you want—you know what I mean? Like, no. I've never played dynasty, but no, but I've heard—I've heard that you want all the young guys. Gibson's twenty-two right now. Like, that's—that's that's like. But my logic would be this: yes.
1: you can get Stefan Diggs for like two years, and then, assuming he's still playing really well trade them off, get a great young running back that is proven to be good and be better off in two years.
2: See, it's hard I I don't play dynasty, so I don't know a whole lot about it, but I but I do know that like the young players <clears throat> are like picking Christian McCaffrey and redraft. And then the older players like Diggs, Diggs is like a dinosaur in dynasty. Like 27 is like yeah. almost death sentence in Dynasty. Cause they they love rookies. They in Dynasty mm. they love like Rookies in the first couple rounds. It's it's You're insane. Right. I I like redraft more I'm not I'm a dynasty you. person. I don't like dynasty. I'm
1: I'm with you, trust me. But so
2: that's all I got. I wanted to talk a little bit about digs and, and the stats that I have for him regressing this year. Not not falling off a cliff, <clears throat> but just coming back down to earth a little bit. No, I I
1: like I said, I, I think regress is a little bit
2: He's not falling of off
1: a, a cliff. I know. I just think that's a bit of a subjective term in terms of what you mean by regress. So,
2: like 400 yards, <clears> 30 right. catches, and I don't,
1: I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be closer to like 200 to yards less, and then like 15, maybe 20 catches less.
2: Because Cole Beasley's there. Uh, Cole, Beasley's Cole Beasley was there last finally. year. Yeah, but he was hurt. Now he's yeah, finally he, healthy. Yeah, Gabriel he Davis. Gabriel Davis is in his second year. I would think, and then I think they're gonna try and establish the run game more. Because they have to establish that to beat teams like the Chiefs. So I think they're gonna want to establish that a little bit more in we'll hopes for them that they have a run game when they come up against the Chiefs or Ravens or whoever. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But
1: I wanna go back to a comment because John brought up something before for ba- uh, for basketball, for football that he wanted us to talk oh. about. Here we go.
0: Oh,
2: Aaron Rodgers.
1: And we'll make this quick. But yeah. will this create more bitterness with Rodgers? No, because it's on his list of teams he wants to go to. Rodgers has said, I want to go to Denver. So Rodgers going to Denver wouldn't create bitterness, but I will say this. It makes the idea no of the projected trades I've seen for Denver to trade for him is a awful idea because yep. they yep. would mortgage their whole future. I've seen trades that include Bradley Chubb, Teddy Bridgewater, I believe, yep. and then a bunch of picks. It's a terrible Two first idea. Two first-rounders, yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Why? Look, I know Rogers is an incredible quarterback, but – I wouldn't mortgage my whole future for probably only a couple of years.
2: Yeah, he's with 37, 37 right. years old.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure that he's going to be Brady in terms of beating Father Time. He might not.
2: And we don't even know if he's committed to staying in the NFL. I mean, he, he wants his I Jeopardy gig. We don't know how long he stays in football. We don't know if he gives it one year and then he's like, eh, I have I have other opportunities. You know what I mean? He's a diva. You also got to deal with the diva Ask. It's you just, know, if he doesn't have what he wants, he might cry.
1: It's not, it's not a worthy risk, if you ask me. Uh, I think it's a very bad idea
2: And then, to mortgage the whole
1: future for that. And then you take I, on I his contract. I love Aaron Rodgers. I think he's great. But
2: very and Then risky you take move. on that contract, too, as well. Yeah, absolutely. You got to take it's
1: that just, And, John, you're, you know, you're a Broncos fan, buddy, so you know all about this. You're asking us about this, but it, you know. But, yeah, this is also true.
2: But that doesn't mean you go out and make a hasty decision like trading for a 37-year-old no. disgruntled quarterback that wants to go and do Jeopardy, that has acting opportunities. If, if this
1: was Patrick Mahomes, Josh yeah, Allen, exactly. Lamar our- Jackson, any of those guys that are young and they are extremely yeah, if talented, Rogers was 31, yeah, <clears throat> Right. But even if you get a couple years out of Rodgers – You still need to build the rest of the team. You'd have to replace Bradley Chubb, which would be hard. You have to build more of an offense for him. There'd be a lot to work with that you still got to do that I'd be like, I don't think this is a team built to win. A team trading for Rodgers has got to be a team ready to win right now. Everything else has to be set in stone, ready to win this second. Otherwise, you're trading for a guy that even if you waste a year, it's not worth it.
2: He He could throw a tantrum.
1: <clears throat> he's expensive. Yeah, and, and and he's not getting any younger. So.
2: And he chokes in playoff games. <clears throat> oh, wow. Choke artists. first Ballad Hall of Fame choke artist. That is
1: not the point we're making here.
2: I'm just saying.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Anything for anything else for NFL?
0: No, I'm good.
1: John, shall we talk a little MLB and then uh, ah, wrap sure. up? Sure. Sure. So what do you got?
2: Uh yeah, so I wanted to talk about this uh Yasmani Mercedes guy from the White Sox in this situation. Yasmani,
1: you mean you mean Yermana Mercedes?
2: Your are you, what, how are you not even close. I don't, the, I don't even you care. Mean,
1: you mean the Yerminator as the Yerman, nickname, I which is one of the silliest nicknames. Yermani ever.
2: Yermani or Sodi or Versace, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever his first name is Versace. Mercedes plays for the White Sox, you know what I mean. Uh, what do you guys think about the situation? And we'll we'll clue you in, guys. First, if you haven't heard about it, uh, Jake, if you want to kind of explain to I, the I audience you. a little bit. on Last night
1: it was a what was an eleven-run game, I think, at the time. Yeah, fifteen
2: was, to four or something.
1: 15, fifteen, it was fifteen-four. So eleven-run game. The top of the ninth, White Sox are just you know destroying. And I, I mean, it's it's not even fair, but whatever. It's an eleven-run lead against the Twins. Game is clearly over. It's a 3-0 count. La Russa apparently gave the signs to Mercedes to take a strike, I, I guess, whatever. He told me, he didn't say, give me the green light, go ahead. He said, just take the ball, whatever. Clearly, he got a pitchy light. He swung at it, and he hit a home run. And apparently, La Russa, I don't remember his exact words, and I don't, I don't need to find A lot of it.
2: bad things.
1: But he basically said he's gonna, you know, have to deal with this internally because we're annoyed that he did it. That's basically what his message was.
2: He said there'll be consequences <clears throat> within our family.
1: Yes, there you go. That's yeah. and that's you know, that's Which basically saying you screwed up, we're pissed off at you, now you gotta pay for it. Stupid. Just shut up, man. I mean, I'm so sick of these old-time baseball unwritten rules junk. Look, I, I was saying this before. If somehow the twins come back and they're a good team, they're not having a good year, but they're built to be a very good team, especially with the long call. <laughs> if this team somehow comes back and wins the game, 16, 15, you'd be pissed. It didn't swing at that. Knowing it could have been it 47
2: a mile an hour pitch. <laughs>
1: right. I mean, look, we were talking about this today in our, our network chat. And I forgot who said it, John, it may have been you or it may have been Jacob. I, I Forgive me. I don't remember. You'll know it when I say it. You'll remember who said it. Yeah. If you don't want it to happen, don't yep. put position players in. Yep. I don't – I'm sorry, yep. but you throw a 47-mile-per-hour fastball uh, – not even fastball, whatever ball you want to softball, call it.
2: yeah. He played yeah, softball at that point. I mean,
1: you're lobbing it to him. He's going to swing it if it's a home run ball. It's called yep. insurance runs. Anybody that knows anything knows you can never have too much insurance. Also –
2: also, you know, the guy's a rookie. Um, so when his contract eventually comes up, that's one more about where he got an extra base hit, where he got a home run, where home he got run? a rookie, where he got a run. Those, those things <clears throat> matter when contract negotiations come up. You may think, well, it's just one home run is career. But uh, you know what? These things all add up when the dude is going to get try and get right, paid. Let's, and let's, Every player deserves to get paid. So why? And, and they're playing for fun. It's a game Let's, for fun. You're up to oh, 4 Who You cares.
1: You, you talk about it making a difference. Let's say, for argument's sake, without that home run, he finishes 29 home runs on the season. Yep. With it, he hits 30. 30 sounds a heck of a lot better than 29. He broke he broke the 30 mark. That's pretty and impressive. And typically
2: there's like incentives when you absolutely reach a plateau. Absolutely. So, but it just
1: looks better too. Just yeah, 30 versus 29. Well, you tell me what sounds better. Yeah. Right? The, The 30, you hit the 30. Oh, that's impressive.
2: What if it's a difference between 299 and 300 batting average? That matters. That matters. What if it's,
1: you know, if it changes his OPS from, let's say, under 900 and he he just because of that, he's going to, you know, with getting a thing like that instead of maybe striking out or whatever, right? He ends up above 1,000.
2: Well, what if he gets rookie of the year because he had had one more RBI than the guy behind him? And he gets rookie there, and those things. At, whenever you go to absolutely. get a contract, those awards go onto your resume. <clears> and you get used as leverage. So, you know, and like and like I said, the game is for fun. You're up fifteen to four. Who cares? He swung in a pitch. Who cares? Your team scored more runs. That's good. You want your I mean, team to score runs. Who cares? I, I just I, I hate it. And if you're I the hate Twins. It. Because the announcers for the Twins were going You're crazy. Upset. They were like, I don't like it. Well, guess what? If you don't like it, stop it. If you can't stop it, well, then too bad. Way better. Get stumped. If you don't like it, you, is, too bad. Like I
1: said, don't put a position player to pitch then if you yeah. don't want that to happen.
2: Yep.
0: When the well, Dolphins got the, beat. The, that's the fun part of the game when that happens. Absolutely. You
2: know? When it's, the Dolphins got beat 63 to 7 against the Jags in the playoffs, <laughs> guess what? Wah, wow. they, they earned it. happens. They earned it. If we didn't like it, then we should have done better, play better. But you, know you don't what? like it too bad.
1: I always say it's it's going to be the one time that the team decides, I'm not going to hit that home run, and then they lose by a run in the bottom of the ninth by some incredible miracle comeback, and then it's going to be, oh, why didn't they hit that home run? Why didn't they swing yeah. at these pitches? Remember, right? imagine. The narrative changes so quickly.
2: Imagine if Reggie Miller gave up against the Knicks. You know? Imagine that, JB. Remember that? Imagine if Reggie Miller gave up against the Knicks. Never be would have been very happy right now. Yeah. Say so he didn't give up, he didn't quit, and he came JB, back. JB, you know
1: you're you know going right. to be a lot happier I talking about this.
0: I, you know what? I, I hate Reggie Miller, but I love that because that's killer instinct. That, listen, I
1: agree.
0: It, it was heartbreaking, and it sucked, but it was so great to watch. You
1: know, I agree. You know,
2: we got to wake JB up. You're like sleeping. got to wake you no, up. No,
0: no, there's there's so many things going on. You know, we got plans coming up for the summer with the MLB football, working behind the scenes you guys, you know, what's going on. Oh yeah.
1: No, but you know what? JB, you just hit on the, probably the most important thing though. It's killer instinct. You're right. I love that about players. No quit to me screams competitor. And I love that. That's what I want a player.
2: So what happens if this guy gets suspended or fined? Because there'd be discipline apparently according to Tony LaRusso. What what happens? MLPA, you, better watch, PA,
1: he better, you better watch what he does because <laughs> he is going to piss him off. And you don't want to ruin a young star like that. You know, you don't want to yeah. ruin the relationship that quickly.
2: Also, I mean I would imagine the players would turn on you if if the Absolutely. players know that if they swing at a 3-0 pitch up fifteen to four and they hit a home run, they get in trouble for it. I would imagine these players have their guys back and, and they start turning on LaRusa. That would ha- that would, I would turn on my manager if if, I got, if my guy got fined or suspended because he swung at a pitch up fifteen to four. I could get I get it if it's a five-five game and your manager's like, Hey, don't swing and then you do and you ground out double play.
0: That's well different. I I hate The stupidity. If you're up by 10, you should be up by 15. And if you're up by 20, you should be up by 30. There's no such thing as stopping.
2: I agree. It's not little league. League. The other
1: important thing is, I don't like that LaRusse is like, I told you not to swing at it. Don't. He saw a good pitch. I'm sorry. What do you, you know, if it's a 5 5 game and you want him to walk and he just lets a good pitch go and then ends up striking out. Right or he or, or he then swings at something else because you tell him to swing now, right? And he grounds out. Now well, you look yeah. bad. Well, Why? what happens? Because he trusts his instincts. He well, saw pitch that was good.
2: If his average goes down because he gets out, the organization will use less. He has less average, less hits. You know, in his career, whenever they come to negotiate, it's only one at bat. But you know, every yeah, at, bat one at bat matters. can be the difference. Yep. So. You know it's just stupid. It, it's absolutely dumb. These unwritten rules need to go away. Um, it, it's just there was there. It's crazy because there was no class by Larusa there. But then you had the Braves and Mets game where Kevin Pillar accidentally got plunked in the face, which was awful. Yep. And you saw visibly the the Atlanta Braves pitcher was really upset that it happened. The co- the pitching coach came over to talk to him. Try and console him. That was Absolutely. class. That was people showing you know they that they cared it was more than a rivalry. um Kevin Pilar said after the game, whenever he came up to the podium, he said, "No, I I wish nothing but the best for that guy. You know, don't feel bad. It happens. You know, I'll be all right. You just keep doing you, and you just keep trying to get better, and don't worry about this." And that's to his division rival. You know what I mean? Yeah. So th- there was class all the way around in that. But yet Larusa is completely classless over a 3-0 pitch in a 15-4 game. <laughs> it's, dumb. it's
1: it's that old school unwritten garbage that I'm so sick of. But whatever, it is what it is. I, I just I was I was not happy when I read about that cuz I was no. like, "Really? Like, you know, I wanted to be like La Russa, Shut up. You won the game, who cares?" Uh, like, that's what mattered at the end of the day. Did you win the game? Yes. Okay. Great. Shut up about it.
0: Horrible. Horrible.
1: I, 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 these unwritten rules need to just stop. I'm, I wish there could be a rule in the rule book that says all unwritten rules no longer exist or apply.
2: That's why they're unwritten.
1: Right. But I'll say, I wish, I almost wish we could have a rule that nullifies all the rules that aren't written as is, which would be so ironic, but like I wish because I'm so sick of them.
0: It's just crazy. It's stupidity. It
1: is. It is, but what are you going to do?
0: You know what I I was thinking too? This extra inning thing. It kills me because you have guys on a, guys on second base. I think they need to change the whole win in baseball. They need to go to a hockey system because if you get to extra innings, then you put a guy at second base you get nothing that's horrible yeah it's i don't like it
2: it doesn't count against anybody's era <clears throat> uh, yeah,
0: it doesn't matter uh, Though it's, I don't it's weird care. however but I, I i think they should go to a, a three two one you know point system that a win at sure. three points you know an extra inning loss is one point and you know just an extra inning wins two points sure this way you know
1: yeah. Well, I, th- I think it should be. Time. I think it should be what hockey be exactly is is two and one. You get one point for making extra innings, and if you win, you get the extra point. If you don't, right. you just sit at the one. But, but I, get you mean, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, cool. I like that. I I love that about right. hockey because it rewards a team for making the effort to to at least force overtime, especially yeah. in games that you showed you you,
2: know, you were able to go toe to toe with good. the other team the entire game. Not even
1: that. I mean, yes, absolutely. But it's also, you know, if you're down 2 nothing in a game and you score two goals to end the game, right, you know, in the last, like, three minutes, you deserve a point. Even yeah. if you don't win the game. Why? Because yeah. you made an incredible effort to nearly win the game, exactly. at least give yourself a chance to win the game. Okay. So, I, I, I agree. So
0: I do agree with that.
1: I think all sports I,
0: should do that. Yes. Well, I, I don't know because, like, to me, you're not changing any of the other games. Well, football does with their overtime rules too. Yeah. Maybe they could do something with that. Maybe that'll make overtime less controversial in the NFL. <laughs> but I definitely think the baseball with the guy starting on second, it's just horrible. It's just a horrible, horrible it's, rule.
2: It's not, it just feels it's like, not fair. it feels like the MLB is reaching for offense to be, they are had in them. They're just reaching for more runs to be scored.
1: Yeah, I mean they are, but it's also just they're trying to end extra inning games faster, but I don't want that. I just if that's how I can to with I don't want it.
2: Sometimes it's fun, you know, waking up and you saw there's like an 18 in it to 18 inning I love extra, that. 18 inning game. Like that that's crazy.
1: I love it. I'm I'm right there with you. I I, I love seeing that. That like makes me so happy. Why? Because it's like that's what baseball's about. A pitchers' huh. duel where nobody can score, or yep. nowadays maybe a high flying offense against the other high flying offense, whatever it is, it's, I like that better.
0: But I, I agree, and that's what makes hockey so great. With like the playoffs, is the three, four, five overtime games that you see every once in a while. Sure, you know, so it doesn't happen that's often, but it happened right.
2: like, last year. Yeah, yeah
0: but that's why it's like that, you know, baseball went away from that extra. That, just, that, five, that, well, that
2: five overtime
1: game may have been one of my favorite hockey games of all time. Why? Yeah. Cause it was just like endless and I loved it. I loved it every second. And honestly, it, I think my favorite part about it, really the better team wins out always, always because it, it's whoever fought harder ends up winning. And that's what I want baseball and all the sports to be. I want it. Whoever wins earned it, not just basically got handed it because they got one hit and scored a guy off of second, which is, I mean, it's hard, but it's not as hard as, you know, taking that guy off a single and then moving him from first all the way home. It's, yep. it's harder. It, it exactly. takes more effort. I agree. It, it requires oh, yeah.
2: multiple hits. It makes a big difference. makes all the difference.
1: It does. But anything else? Nope, nah, that's, that's it. about it for me. I figure. I mean, we're running a little little lock, which is no big deal.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: I'll start with John. John, where can they find you?
2: Uh, you can find me at Sideline Sports Network, obviously. Uh, NBA Carousel, Monday nights. NFL Carousel during the fall. Uh, that'll be coming back. That should be fun. You can find me at BlueHawks13 on Twitter. And then from time to time on the sports arena, you can find that on YouTube. Check that out with Eric Wilson. Covers the uh, Toronto Raptors <clears throat> and the Orlando Magic. Then Alex Fleming, who covers the Orlando Magic as well, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you're going to want to check all of that out, all that good, fun stuff.
1: JB?
0: Well, I'm here on Sideline Sports, obviously. So make sure you pay attention here. Then we got JB on the program on Twitter. The NFL Carousel covering the Chargers, producing the NBA Carousel, the program which should be back in a few weeks, and any other place I choose to show up. You never know where that may be.
1: (laughs) You guys can always find me on here every Tuesday night on Sideline Sports. Sometimes you catch me on uh, the NBA Carousel. I'll be back behind the scenes, but I will be there helping out when JB can't, so uh, sometimes I'm there. You guys can also find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. More importantly, you can find all of your sideline sports stuff on whatever social media you use. Instagram and Twitter, we are sideline sport one. YouTube, Facebook, we are sideline sports. Just look us up. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast, we are there. Find us there, and uh, if you don't want to see our faces, which I think you might want to, we're pretty fun. You can always go to those audio-only versions,
0: but. I think
1: that's it. Anything else? Did I miss anything?
0: Nope. Tie-dye. Show the tie-dye shirt one more time. Tie-dye shirt.
1: (laughs) My my beautiful Wawa Hoagie Fest shirt. I almost wore it for the show. And the the back of my favorite. Peace, love, and hoagies. Anybody that calls it a sandwich, a sub, you're
2: wrong. It's a hoagie. It's a sandwich.
1: You're wrong. You're wrong. It is a hoagie, and I'm not arguing with this. The show is about to end but it is a hoagie, John. It's a hoagie. All right. Anything else, though? For real? anything else? Yep. Nope. Nope. All right. That's and that's it for us. Everybody, have a good night. Welcome to Transforming Forty Five, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices.
2: Truecast. Truecast. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the One a Bet podcast?
1: David, have you ever seen a grown man naked?
2: Miles, we're not here to quote lines from airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th.